You can have an incredible team. You can have a perfect product. But if you don't know how to get customers, then you don't have anything worth much at all. Hey, guys, it's your girl, Ashley Graham, and you are listening to Business Life and Coffee Podcast with your boy, Joey Price. Hey, what's up? And thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Business Life and Coffee Podcast. I hope you have a cup of coffee handy and ready to go. This week, we are talking all about growth marketing. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) And that enthusiastic young lady is Haley Friedman. Haley is our guest today, and she is the head of marketing at Improvado.io, and she's also the co-founder of the Growth Marketing Pro, where she helps hundreds of companies grow their bottom line through digital marketing. She also runs the Badass Marketers and Founders community, which has over 20,000 members, and it has grown into one of the largest active groups of marketers and founders within Silicon Valley. Haley, thanks for coming to the show. Joey, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you too, Haley. And marketing is a unique profession. It's like HR, where if you're in high school or in middle school, you rarely see the marketing pro come to your career day. And (laughs) you're rarely like... I want to be in HR. I want to be in marketing when I grow up. So tell us your story about how you got into marketing. I'm sure it's something pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I did not grow up wanting to be a marketer. Uh, (laughs) So actually, when I graduated from college, I did a program called Teach for America, where I taught eighth grade English in the Bronx for two years. And uh, while I was there, I had an idea for a mobile app startup, and I put together a team of people, and we kind of worked on it on nights and weekends while I wasn't teaching. And um, this team of people was from all across the country, and so we would get together over Skype remotely and, and build this product. And then we won a student startup competition and got invited to South by Southwest. So I flew out there, pitched our startup to hundreds of people. And that was kind of the first time I ever saw the tech startup world in person um, from New York. And so there were all these young people, all these founders and entrepreneurs, super excited about their products, wearing their t-shirts with their logos on it. And I was like, wow, this is way more fun than teaching. I want to be in the startup world forever. So after my two-year teaching commitment was up, I decided I wanted to join a startup um, somewhere on the ground floor where the founders had done this successfully before so that I could learn, you know, what it actually takes to build a company from the ground up. Um, my, my software engineers on my personal startup app were recruited by Facebook and Microsoft. And so I lost my team <laughs> <laughs> pretty quick. But yeah, so really that was a stepping stone for me into the tech startup world. And the biggest lesson that I learned was that you can have an incredible team, you can have a perfect product, but if you don't know how to get customers, then you don't have anything worth much at all. And that's kind of what got me started on this journey to figure out how to answer the question, what does it take to get someone to buy something or to sign up for something? That was something I really didn't understand. It was this big gray box for me, and I was determined to figure out the keys to unlock this box and, and how do you get customers. So um, I spent the next six years working at various startups. I, I was at a startup as a second employee in New York, um, and then I decided I wanted to be more 
um, engulfed in the tech startup world, and I moved over to San Francisco. And um, I joined a startup over there called Realty Shares. It's a real estate crowdfunding platform. And that's where I found a mentor, Mark Spera, and him and I actually decided that we love talking about marketing so much that we started a blog together. Our blog is called growthmarketingpro.com, and it's where we write about all of our growth marketing tactics, things that have worked, things that haven't, um, our opinion on the various tools that we've tried and reviews. So I definitely recommend you check it out if you're if you're trying to get customers for your business. But yeah, so Mark was my boss over at Realty Shares and I would educate myself with his help about marketing. So I read a lot of blog posts. I read a lot of Neil Patel blog posts. I read uh, Neil is Neil is uh he's he's the godfather of marketing. I love I reading know, his stuff. I know. He's he's my favorite. I probably read his blog cover to cover in my quest to learn everything there is to know. I also got involved in this group, Badass Marketers and Founders. It's a Facebook group where people are sharing incredible knowledge, really cool stuff, things that are um, a little untraditional, so it can be really fun if you want to get creative to learn the different growth hacking methods that people are using and uh, got involved in that group and became the president of the chapter out here like you were mentioning out here in San Francisco so I'm often hosting events with lots of marketers always thinking about marketing and so that's actually why I decided to um, I left Realty Shares about six months ago and I was on a quest to be the head of marketing for a startup but a startup that was a tool for marketers, a tool that was helping marketers. And I did that because I have this community that I'm running. I have my growth marketing blog. And my life would have just been way more aligned if I'm marketing to marketers. Yeah. And so a friend told me about this company was looking for a head of marketing. And I, I went to meet with them. And um, one of the biggest things I realized while I was learning about marketing is how numbers focused it is, right? Like there's all this marketing data. So let's talk about it a little bit. So marketing is really numbers based a lot of times people think that it's imagery or it's copywriting and i'm sure all that does matter but what about marketing specifically how do numbers play into the marketing equation yeah so when i started diving into marketing i realized that there are so many different ways to get customers which is awesome right you can run ads on facebook and google and linkedin and pinterest and outbrain and taboola and bing and yahoo and there it's really endless. And the more the technology evolves, the more opportunities there are for marketers to spend their money, which is great because there's lots of different ways to get customers. But the challenge is all of the numbers and all the data is fragmented. And it's in all these, it lives in all these different platforms. And as someone who's running marketing for a startup or a business, you're in charge of making sure that that money is being well spent. Um, and that requires you to be pretty analytical. And that can be extremely time consuming when you need to collect data from all these different platforms, bring it together into so that you can get an overview of how your marketing campaigns are doing overall so that you can make smart optimizations and pause things that are not working and scale up things that are. And so that was one of the biggest challenges for me as a marketer when I was at Realty Shares is that I was responsible for leading the meeting with our CEO, you know, and so he would rapid fire questions. I want to know how things are performing and I'd have to answer those questions with our data. Okay, so how much, uh, you, you mentioned starting and stopping. By the way, if you're just tuning into the conversation, we were chatting with Haley Friedman, who is the head of marketing at 
infrabottle.io, and she's the co-founder of Growth Marketing Pro. Haley, you mentioned working and having the numbers in your marketing conversations with your CEO at Realty Shares. How much of the marketing efforts that you were doing were, maybe for lack of a better word, trial and error? Uh, you mentioned starting and stopping, and sometimes as entrepreneurs, we can get discouraged with something not working out the first time, but could you help us maybe feel a little bit better about our ourselves by uh, <laughs> talking about the trial and error that comes with starting? and stopping marketing efforts? Absolutely. So this is a topic I'm, I've talked about a lot. A lot of early marketers or early founders at a company that are just, just getting started, you know, it's often hard to know where to start, right? There's all these channels and you know that there are all these different ways you can market, but you're also scared that you're going to waste a lot of time and money on things that don't work. And so the important thing to do is to make sure that you're testing. You're always testing multiple things. You're probably going to try five or six things at a time. And one of those things is going to work and one of those things isn't. But another thing that's important to realize is that at the beginning, when you're testing, you are going to waste a little bit of money, right? Because you're testing lots of different things. And as you get smarter and you optimize for conversions and you optimize for revenue, those the cost of each acquisition will go down. So you have to have some amount of budget that you can kind of grin and bear it a little bit at the beginning and be willing to lose a little bit of money in the testing phase. But when it comes to figuring out which channels to use, we we actually just surveyed our blog readers at growthmarketingpro.com and we asked them like what they need help with the most. And that was precisely what they said, kind of where do we start? Can you give me customized help for my business? And so Mark and I actually just launched a beta product um, called a custom growth playbook that we're offering to early startup founders who need help figuring out what are the lowest hanging fruit given a company's, you know, depending on a company's goals, budget, resources, and their timeline, like those tactics are going to be different, right? Every every company has different customers and a different timeline. And so there's always a way to get to get customers. Even if you have little to no budget at all, there's plenty of ways to get customers. So um, I, w- I would just say when it comes to testing things out, it's all about testing. Every No marketer has like the one solution. Everybody has to test. Yeah. And why do you think entrepreneurs don't test or are they testing and they're not testing it the right way? I think just usually because of lack of time, people want to just get something out the door. So they'll try something, they'll put it out there and then not realizing that they should be A-B testing that, right? Maybe there's another version of that that would perform way better and you can unlock some pretty big conversion rates if you're just always testing. So you've got to put in the work and you'll get the return. I know that you are high on Instagram ads or you were high on Instagram ads. Are they still working extremely well for you right now? And would you recommend utilizing Instagram ads to grow your business? So I use Facebook ads and then Facebook just has a little toggle where you could also send ads to Instagram. Yes, I've found a lot of success on using Facebook and Instagram ads and their extended network. I think when you're thinking about customers and getting customers for your business, you always want to think about 
the where people have the highest intent to buy, right? And so someone who is searching on Google and AdWords, uh, searching on Google and an ad pops up, they're searching for a specific keyword. And if your ad shows up, the intent to buy is already really high, right? Versus when someone's on Facebook or Instagram, they're really there to look at their friends' pictures. They might not be interested in, you know, a marketing data aggregation tool like I'm selling on, (laughs) you know, with Improvado. So it's just important to think about making sure you covered all your bases in terms of intent. Um, So maybe Facebook isn't like the number one lowest hanging fruit channel necessarily, but it's definitely great for top of funnel and content and awareness. And I've seen a lot of people have a lot of luck with Instagram ads and e-commerce as well. Awesome. Awesome. And again, if you're just joining the conversation, we are talking with Haley Friedman, head of marketing at Improvado.io and co-founder of Growth Marketing Pro and the president of Badass Marketers and Founders. Haley, we've kind of circled the, the, the wagon here, but you, you mentioned that you found out how you get someone to buy something. So could you end out on a high note with helping us crack the code of what is it that gets people to buy? For sure. And I think... You know, I just want to circle back to because we were talking a little bit about marketing, um, about how challenging marketing data is. Yeah. <laughs> and I just wanted to share that there, that um, when I, I ended up interviewing with, with Improvado and I learned that they were a tool that helps marketers actually collect their data from all these different places, from Facebook, from AdWords, it kind of just sinks into every single marketing platform, slurps up your data automatically into one place. So you never have to do that manual work again. And so um, when I figured out that there was a solution for that huge pain point I was having, I knew I had to get involved. And so I joined the team at Improvado. And that's why I'm here. That's what I, um, I'm super excited about, just knowing that there's a way to help marketers around the world save 20 plus hours a week with their aggregating their marketing data. And so using that tool, it's been way easier for me to figure out which channels are working to get customers for my business. When it comes to figuring out how to get someone to buy something, I've learned through all these blogs and, and, and talking to countless experts and implementing these processes myself, there's there's plenty of different ways and it really depends on your business right and so for example if you have no budget marketing budget at all and you're just getting started there's a lot of things you can do for cheap like I have a pretty limited budget here at Improvado given that we're also a startup so some of the things that are working really well is content right and sharing that content with Facebook ads or just or just on social media in general so that could look like blog posts webinars, events, being able as a B2B marketer, getting my message across via audio has been super impactful. Also, email marketing is next to nothing. If you're collecting emails with gated content, um, what other things you can answer questions on Quora, you can seed the internet. There's a lot of things you can do to drive traffic to your business, even if you have no marketing budget. Awesome. Well, Haley, I've really enjoyed talking with you this afternoon. And how can people get in contact with you? And what are some final thoughts that you have? Sure. Um, You can get in contact with me. Um, You can check out my blog, growthmarketingpro.com. You can, um, if you're interested in learning more about Improvado and how we can automate the process of collecting all your marketing data, you can reach out to me, Haley, H-A-I-L-E-Y, at Improvado, I-N-P-R-O-V-A-D-O, dot I-O. And you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Haley Friedman. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at? 
only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at jumpstarthr. Jumpstart HR, let's build a better business together. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLCMoments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.